and welcome to Trolls of the Two Tum Bridges, or T-O-Triple-T-B. I'm Natalia, and I play the part of Siliqui. Just want to say thank you to Sasquatch Minis on Instagram for the shout-out this week on their stories. Uh, he's a lovely guy. Uh, feel free to go check out his work. You can find us under T-O-Triple-T-B Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Feel free to come and chat to us, comment, or just come say hi. Following last week's exciting episode, Will, Annette and Rana sort out their differences. What else will the gang find in the camp? Will Percival be any less annoying? Let's see. Adventure. Silverlight. We are at the fallen Camp Righteous. We believe that the undead may be responsible for this travesty. Undril is devastated at the loss, but we are intent on discovering what happened. Rana has wild-shaped into a tiger in the hope of better ascertaining what exactly went on here. The camp is at the base of a temple in the shape of a man with a crocodile on his back. A passageway leads between the feet of the man. Although we do not know the purpose of the temple, Inet is in the process of translating an inscription chiseled upon the toe. Unfortunately for Rana, it seems that Inet is really not a fan of people that turn into tigers. This may be tricky. Adventure. Undril, who has been, who has looked round to see this, she moves over to you, Zibby, and she whispers mm-hmm. to you, I've just remembered, it's, it's not very good that Rana's turned into a tiger. Cholton's, the people in Port Nianzaro, they're superstitious, they hate Wear tigers. It's seriously, it's a whole thing. I didn't think anything of it. I mean, how often do you come across a wear tiger? But they really don't like them. As I'm going to whisper back to her, hey, it's all right. She's only a wee lass. It'll be fine. If she makes trouble, then we'll sort it. It's, it'll be fine. But I'll tell, I'll tell Wee Man not to do it again in front of anybody. Um, Zibby, you still have your action, so to speak. You can you can take a turn. Is there anything in particular you want to do, having had this conversation with uh, Undril? Um, yeah, I'm going to uh, motion to her to follow me over to the steps here. Mm-hmm. She follows you. Um, it's all right there, lass. He's not a were-tiger. It's magic. Different thing entirely. He's a druid. They can do that thing. Okay, give me yeah. a persuasion. Uh, 
persuasion is... Ooh, plus three. Nice. Except the mod two. <laughs> See, I purposely throw my dice before I look at what my modifier is because I get excited when I go, oh, I've got a plus five for that, and then I throw one. <laughs> and it's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dice don't give can a damn I, what your mods are. I, <laughs> would, would it be possible for me to assist? Because I'm, uh, I'm yes. also saying to in, in it. Yeah. And Percy's cool. a bit of a godshake, right. so he he would get involved definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so are you so are you giving him advantage, or do you want to roll for charisma I'll, as well? I'll, I'll give him advantage. <laughs> Thanks. So it's my fault if I screw up again. Uh, right. No, we're team useless. It's okay. Oh, that's yeah, much better. Uh, Twenty-one total. Yeah. Well, thankfully, for the first time, with uh, Percival's help. Um, what are you insinuating? <laughs> <laughs> you manage to calm Annette down, and you're able to explain to Annette the uh, intricacies of the druid's magic and the fact that Runner is not, in fact, a were tiger. Um, Annette calms down enough to explain to you that uh, were-tigers are one of the many threats that uh, inhabit the Chiltern jungle and as a result, you know, she's a bit jumpy already um, and, you know, the, the first mention of somebody turning into a tiger has made her worry that, you know, maybe were-tigers are also going to be, you know, predating on them. You know, she's doing some deep breaths, calming down and just realising, okay, yep, if were-tigers were attacking... They, you know, you would have actually been attacked by now, but all that's happened is the tiger has supposedly appeared, and she's not even seen the tiger. She's literally just heard about it from you guys, um, uh, but just tries to give you that context. Can I say to Inet as well that Inet, do you remember the breathing exercises we did? And um, <laughs> you seem quite stressed with with this. Mm. How, let's do some breathing, and it'll help. <laughs> you guys have basically looked through all of the tents. In the north of the camp, uh, you've had an interaction with the fledgling with the fledgling axe beak. Um, Inette is halfway through her translation of whatever is written on the side of the um, the guy's foot. There's the two big tents. Um, Undril sort of went into this tent, didn't really search it though as such. So if you wanted to go back in there and do an investigation, there might be a few things you might find in one or two of these larger tents. Um, and then of the south southern tents. Percival had searched one of them and found a poisonous stake, but there are three others there that haven't been searched. Yeah, I looked through that one there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is still this sort of half-demolished, but semi-permanent-looking sort of structure that's on a hill to the south as well, um, which none of you guys have looked at. And then, of course, there is the massive temple that you guys are standing in front of, and you haven't gone into that yet. Right, so Rana is a tiger with his head in the latrine. It has been retching, however, Rana, I will say you are now you are now over that. It feels like a week since you've been starting throwing up. Um and you can you can now more tentatively What is the smell that he can smell? So the smell that he can smell, um well, uh, you guys won't know, but Oh, wasn't undead or something. Yeah, so the yeah. reason he came over and checked it out was because he got a smell of death um mm-hmm. coming from this sort of direction. And he went to go and investigate, and uh, sticking his head into the uh, tent that is the latrine, he caught the sort of whiff of what was left over in that latrine, and it just, he rolled a one, and as a result, I had him just retching. Um, (laughs) Fun times. Sickened. 
Yeah, more comedic value than like an actual detriment. I mean, you didn't lose any hit point. Yeah. Because he can't throw up because we haven't got enough rations. <laughs> so you've got to keep it there. <laughs> I'm a cat. I can throw it up and eat it. It's, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, going with uh, the method I had last week for tracking what each of you guys were doing, I'm just going to follow the order I've got you guys on the roll 20 at the bottom here at the minute, mm-hmm. uh, which means that, Rana, you are first up as to what you would like to do. Having having finished retching, um, are you going to stick your head <laughs> back in, or is there anything else you'd like to um, do? No, I am going to turn around. I'm mm. going to head over to this... Building. So let me just get my little measuring what's it out. One moment. Is that what you call it? <laughs> that is what I call it. Was it <laughs> Zibby calls it his hammer. So uh, the hammer of Thor. Thor. Yeah. <laughs> because it's Thor after he uses it, yeah. I, I, I'll go over to here. Does that um, mean Percy calls it his rapier? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Right. Well. <laughs> uh, anyway. Sorry. Yeah. I... <laughs> I will kind of go to here, and I will see if I can. Do I do I see or smell anything in this ruined structure? I'm you on the edge do. Of? Whereabouts are you? I can't. Um, he is right down in the south. You guys probably oh, yep. can't see him very well from that because the tent's in the way. In the theatre of the mind, you guys probably can see over the um, over the top of the tent. You can see there is a ten foot high mound to the south, mm-hmm. and on top of this mound there is this uh, wooden stone uh, building. Apart from the temple that you guys are standing at the base of this is the only other sort of permanent structure that seems to have been put up but as i say the south side of it has all been has all collapsed so it's only the it's only the side facing you guys that you would be able to see however rana having moved up the mound and into the ruins you find um again that smell of death that was quite similar to what you smelt heading over towards the latrine but this time you realize that this is this is a different kind of death. Here, there is at least a body. Now, it's been savaged and torn apart to the point that you can't actually recognise very much of the of the body. But you can see um, around what you realise is what's left of the neck, a little glint of silver caught up in the ribcage. Having a look around the actual structure, however, you see what appears to be a small makeshift altar. Um, and I am not going to have you roll for this because I'm pretty sure you'd be able to determine that this is a an area of worship and that perhaps this is where the camp came to say their prayers to whatever gods they might have subscribed to. You can't move any further, so you can't exactly move in to investigate further, Rana, but that is what you see looking into those ruins. Okay. I'd like to be, like to be nice to alert people or somebody that has opposable thumbs... Uh, to mm-hmm. come and have a route around. Um, but obviously I'm um, a tiger, so I can't yes. talk. Um, but I can make a sort of, not like a roar, because that's, a roar There's is like... There's been a few of us too... that have been, they've been on um, adventures before and things, so I imagine some of us, if we've ever been in any kind of jungles and things, we may have heard the different sort of sounds that something like a tiger would make. Might not necessarily know exactly yeah, what Yeah, but I don't, the thing is, if I roar, yeah. I might, Annette might have a heart attack. Um, yeah. Seeing as she's frightened <laughs> You don't tigers. know that. So, you can right, try and do, oh, you try and do what a pointer dog does. You can no, go no, look what, at them and then point your what nose. What I'll do is I'll, I'll do tigers and lions do that sort of chuffing, barking noise. So I'll kind of mm. sort of chuff. I'll chuff at people and see if they hear me. Um, okay. <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> right. Um, gonna, yeah. Has, 
Yeah, so Percival, Siliqui, and Zibby, can I get nature rolls from all of you? Ooh. Per- me, Percival, uh, and Zibby. Yeah, all, th- all three of you, and I'm going to roll for Annette and, and Drill as well. Nature is only possible. Right, okay, so. Uh, mm. do, 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 do. So, 10 and. You're right. Oh. Yeah, 12. Oh, I only got 3. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, nature? I got 5 in total. Uh, nature, five in yes. Total. Uh, I only got 11. Uh, 12 in total. See, because we're rolling on D20, uh, I rolled and then the purple dice came up. Yeah. And that you was went, oh, you. that's all right. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't. No, no, that was you, Silicon. <laughs> And okay, sorry. Can I get those? Can I get them again so I can see the rolls? I got you eleven. Bought? You got eleven. I got twelve. Uh, twelve and Percival. I got five. I got five. <laughs> okay, eight. right. So, of all of you, <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> oh God! Don't say it. Don't say it. Annette has uh, got more understanding when she hates them. <laughs> Uh, actually, no, none of you, none of you have, uh, oh, okay. none of you have, uh, <laughs> that, I'm afraid. Um, so all of you have, maybe you're sort of, you're, you're stood there and you might hear a noise, not one that you're familiar with, but it, but given the fact that, um, you know, the jungle is full of noises already, it's probably just, you sort of, you hear it, but you just dismiss it as just some other noise of the jungle. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Rana, you are essentially, you make this chuffing noise and you're just sort of standing there just patiently waiting for somebody to respond to you. Um, is, is what I'm guessing. Okay. Thinking about the angles, it's probably just too high to be able to really... S- Actually, no, you probably could see Percival. And so you can probably see that Percival at least is... Percival is just sort of standing there, well, doing whatever I'm, he's going I'm, to be doing, which... I'm doing the... I'm doing the fancy version of checking my watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that would be. Looking at put, maybe the Kniandi finger, put it to the wind, wind, and mm, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I lick my thumb, and I just drag my thumb across my eyebrows and just straighten them out, and and then my beard. And I, I kind of got. If you're actually going to be like checking the time, so to speak. Uh, t- sorry, sorry. That that's well practice. What, what what else were you doing? Oh my, no, no! <laughs> it was practice with Percival, possibly, but <laughs> no, just just going into a kind of full man grooming kind of mm. kind of thing. It's just a force of habit for him, and well, he's just scanning gotcha. the the, uh, the horizon as he's waiting for uh, Annette to finish her stupid thing, whatever it is. I don't. As you're looking <laughs> out at the horizon, um, and you did mention sort of checking the time, um, yeah. the can you give me a sec? I just accidentally stabbed a dog in the nose with my thumbnail. Uh, let me check him over because he's putting a face at me. I'll be right. Well, well yeah, I actually um, went to move my hand and somehow swiped him by accident. Dealing more damage in real life than in the game. <laughs> he's yeah, sneezing at me high, a lot now. <laughs> she rolls mm. high. I've got bruises to prove it. Oh. So what I was going to say um, was that Percival, as you're looking around, you do notice that, as I say, night is drawing in. So it's going to be a case of you guys are going to be staying here for the night, unless you want to travel through the night, um, which obviously yeah. you can do. You guys are pretty much going to have to set up camp here because it's not getting proper dark, but it, dusk is yep. creeping on. Um, okay. Percival, you are next up on the list, so with your amount of yeah. faffing there in front of the uh, <laughs> in front of the temple, are you doing anything particular? 
Or are you basically are you still playing uh, guard to Annette while she's? Well, no, I'm I'm staying put and I'm and I'm just kind of keeping watch because I I don't trust the area. He'll just be there, just like stroking his chops. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, I I've noticed that he seems to be getting on a bit. Um, perhaps we better wrap this up. Try and find somewhere pretty safe to hole up for the evening. What do you say? I. I picked one of those big tents. Thank you very much. Uh, hang on, hang on. And um, in terms of, obviously, my my general knowledge, do you mm. think that I will be able to pick out somewhere that's around here that would actually be safe? Because, obviously, the place has already been ransacked. Mm-hmm. We're not totally convinced that it's still safe. <laughs> Well, what you guys know um, so far is that... um, Oh, just trying to think. Which which you knew what? Um, You know that there has been an attack. Um, Yeah, I think we've gathered that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you you gathered gathered that much. Um, I believe... You know about the man in the red robes? uh, There was the man in the red robes. Um, Yeah. You're not 100% sure if he's connected to this because that was something Siliqui saw sort of just before you got to the camp and it yeah. could be that that was unrelated it could be that it had something to do with it you're not there's no there's no sign of any any um, red robed um, man person um, yeah. in the vicinity at the minute um, I'm pretty sure before Rana turned into a tiger he had assessed the area and worked out that this was the work of undead um, I called a, out and said undead I think we're fairly caught up on what's going on. We just haven't checked all of the southern area of the yeah. camp. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, we could, get, we could probably search everywhere mm. before settling down for the night. I mean, I'm fairly certain we've got that, that much Or at the very least, maybe the people that have got dark vision doing that. Hmm. Despite, the dis- despite the destruction of the camp, I would say that your assessment of the safety of this area is that it's actually yeah. it's no safer or less safe than anywhere else you've camped so far. Um, okay, you know fair. there isn't there isn't a, there isn't a sense that this has been a recent attack and said undead horde might be back. Okay, yeah, we we could choose to camp in the entrance way to the temple. Then anything that comes yeah. at us has to come up the steps. Well, I mean this we is could. pretty much what I thought, but I, I'm not entirely certain what's in there. Well, I was wondering this fire down here mm-hmm. is that actually burning? No, so that is that is where the the picture is a little it's a little misleading because that fire is is black and cold. Okay. No, I was just wondering if it was we could just build it up again. You know, there's plenty of stuff we can burn. Um, mm. But, uh, well, I mean, too well, there's plenty of stuff we could burn. We can make a huge mm. bonfire. It'd be fine. Mm. I mean, you could, yeah. It wouldn't wouldn't be the hardest thing in the world. Did Rana tell us how long he thought, how long ago it was that he thought that this may have happened? <clears throat> no. No. And I had he know? from what I can remember, I can't remember telling Rana if there was a particular time length. You didn't. The information given was that undead were smelt, but that the destroyed area to the north of the camp that had all been knocked down. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. bit that was where was it on the thing? This bit up here. Yeah. Um was yeah. that the I smelt the dinosaurs had come along and eaten everything or had done the damage. Yeah. So I yeah. think the, the, the assumption based on that was potentially one thing happened and then the other, but there wasn't any discussion of time frame. Either mm. that or they're, they're working together. 
undead dinosaurs. <laughs> oh god, can you imagine? Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I can't uh, imagine an undead T Rex to be honest with you for some reason. Yeah, what the hell? Can you destroy that? What <laughs> the hell? Oh uh, no, kill it with Greg's fire. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Um, <laughs> oh fuck! Right, yeah, right. Uh, to speak of more pleasant things, um, mm-hmm. the three of you over by the temple. Percival, you're essentially guarding Inet. Um, Siliqui and Zibby, is there anything particularly you guys are doing or want to do? Um, where did Rana get off to? Well, uh, Rana's probably playing charades over in the corner, still trying to get us to notice him. <laughs> right, okay, so we, we, we don't know where he is. We, we just heard him some yeah. retching and then sort of like silence um, and then some weird, uh, some weird um, chuffing noise from the jungle. Um, it was there was a point to my initial question, which was, do we know if Rana's told us how long? Um, no. Okay. All right. So, he, well, well, sorry. Uh, he's answered. He said that the only information ah, he no. told you is under. Yeah, I know. Nobody has asked that. So, like, um, but he is a tiger now, so he can't actually talk. I know. Okay. Right. I do. So unless any of you have like speak with animals, <laughs> then you. Uh, I knew this girl once. No. She's called Niani. Like she would have known. Um, yeah. um, <laughs> so Percival turns around and he's like, um, do, "Rana, oh shit, where is he? Oh yeah, um, you guys, um, do you have any idea at all what, like, how long ago this thing happened here? This is obviously somewhat recent, but you know, any idea how long this may have been? Um, so can I, can I?" make some form of uh, maybe investigation or something like that to uh, or perception perhaps to see if I know I would say it's more wisdom to put it together so I guess so Is, I guess perception check are there any bodies that we could okay. eat, like look at to kind of get an idea of how long well, they've been dead bodies for yet, have we yeah you haven't seen any bodies Rana has actually found the first actual body okay mm. Um, so but again, I'm gonna, but again, you guys don't know that yet. So yeah. Nope. <clears throat> so I'm going to roll perception then. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that? Eleven plus three, fourteen. Fourteen. From looking at the state of the fire, um, to the uh, to the state of the footprints, seeing how you know how they've been affected by the changing environment around them, uh, your guess would be that. At the very least, this attack might have happened three or four days ago. Okay. It could be longer, you're not sure, but at the very shortest time you think it's it could be could be three or four days ago. Okay. Um is there anything around like food rotting or anything like say like you know, if people have been food that people have been currently eating or anything like that that also make it sort of feel yeah, so in the mess tent the, the, to the north, you had found yeah. uh, you had found it had it looked like it had been set up for dinner, and you know food yeah. was left there, um, mm-hmm. but a lot of it had been had the look of it that it had been snuffled by maybe wild animals. Um, but has any of it gone? You know, like um, after a couple of days, if it's cooked food, for example, you know how it starts going mouldy, or yeah. you can start seeing that yeah. kind of change. Mm-hmm. Uh, would we have noticed no. any of that? Are we talking hours or days? That is that kind of. Really, yeah, the it? difference um, between yeah, like say half a day and several days. I am not going to lie; I'm not entirely sure. Um, I know in my head how long ago this went, and I actually I'm not 100 percent sure if mold would have started growing by then or not. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess maybe in some of them, 
Um, but from where from where Zibi is currently standing, I was basing what he's what he's deducing it by by pretty much um, what he can see in the ground, mm. the fire, yeah, yeah, um, stuff yeah. like that, rather that than basing sense. it off of what he can see in the mess tent because you didn't do this mm-hmm. check while you were standing in the mess tent. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, and also okay. because I'm lazy and I can't be bothered to work out whether or not there would be mold. <laughs> um, That's fine. It depends on the food. It's like, how long would it take that particular type of food for a mold to grow? You know, you start doing D&D and you start looking up the craziest fucking shit that you never ever yeah. thought that you would start looking <laughs> yeah, yeah. up. Uh, yeah. If anybody was looking through your uh, your search history on Google, it'd be like, what is what this? The- I'm, I'm sorry, you want to know when eyeballs liquefy? Yeah. What? <laughs> what's the fastest fastest way to kill a man with a blade? <laughs> At what temperature do your toenails start to burn? What? What? What the fuck? Andrew speaks up at the at the question of how uh, how long this could have taken, and mm. she does point out that her instructions were to come to the camp um, essentially last week. She was delayed by the fact that you know Chop was more uninhabitable than she had been left to believe um but that means that the camp must have been working at least i think it's yeah. two weeks ago at the, yeah. at the very least it must have been up and functioning and because word was sent to her at that time okay and that was the last that she'd heard of mm. them or from them should I say? yeah that was the last that they that was the last she'd heard from them Okay. Bearing in mind, of course, though, that she hadn't actually she hadn't come to the camp herself. She had just arrived in Cholt to act as yeah. act as deliverer for the uh, missives in her bag, um, yeah. but also to sort of help bolster, um, give them an extra, you know. Uh, I think she's a priest. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, priest. Um, Siliqui and Zibby, Zibby, you've had a look. Um, you've had a look around to try and determine that. Is there anything else? in particular you guys want to do is there anywhere you want to move to anything you want to discuss i would like to try and move down and to have a look at this destroyed building here or semi-destroyed building uh, that destroyed building there that's where rana okay, is next. or we're near where rana uh, is isn't it uh yes that is well that is where rana is at the minute and um, yeah by all means head on down um do you do you want people to uh, accompany um, you are you okay if i move all the way down there or do you want me just to move my normal movement for the minute i think at this point Move, move the whole way down there. It's just a question of who's going with you. Is anybody going? Okay, so sorry. So, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I'll say to Percival and um, and Inet, is Andrew staying with you, uh, Percival and um, Inet? Then up there, and all three of them uh, staying together. Inet, Inet is definitely staying where she is because she's translating the um, yeah. the script on the side of the foot. Um, Andrew can help. Uh, can help. Percival protect the the temple, um, or she can come with Zibby. At the moment, because there's no definitive action she can really take, oh. she's she's at a bit, of a, she's at a bit of a loss. Oh, sorry. So she is... I've just realised it's eight o'clock and it's the NHS clap. I, I just thought I could hear something oh. and it was people clapping outside. Oh. Sorry, I just totally threw me. Oh, very well. Yeah, sorry, clear <laughs> <laughs> it through the wall. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> mm. There you go. Fast forward a minute, pretend that happened for the whole time. We, we mean it for the whole time, but yeah, sorry. Yep, carry on. Of course, of course. <laughs> Thank you, NHS. You're great. Yes. Of course. The NHS has been marvellous. They have. And continues to be. <laughs> of course. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of, when it comes to Andrew at the minute, I am leaving her actions up to you guys um, because mm-hmm. she is in this kind of 
you know, if if it comes to a fight, you know, she will she will fight with her heart. But right now, she's just she's at a bit of a loss. Still, probably a bit shocked. Um, so, if you wanted to stay with Percival, if if she's if she's in a bit of a state of shock, then probably yeah, um, yeah, just have a stay with uh, Annette for the minute. I will pop her over here, um, sitting on the toes of the. Uh, I'm going to say as well. I'll say to cool. um, Percival. Would you would you mind keeping an eye on Andre as well? I, I see she's a bit upset, but um, I'd like to to go with Zibby so he's not on his own to uh, uh, to go and check the uh, the the south part of the, of the camp. Um, yeah, no problem here. Yeah, I'll, I'll shout back over my shoulder. I'm doing love. You stay there. Look after Annette. Mm-hmm. Make sure she doesn't do anything silly if she sees the tiger. Percival, please. <laughs> Please don't get um, distracted, and please, please keep an eye out for us. Mm-hmm. What? Who said that? <laughs> Have you been practicing your voice, uh, your uh, your accent? Me? Yeah. No, I'm just trying <laughs> to not be too insane with it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; it's 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 getting better. It's getting better. Doing <laughs> well so far. I'm trying to go right. Think about it. Get, Think get, about it. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Toby. Tony, yep. uh, you're, I'm hearing a bit of breath on your mic. Uh, let me just tweak it. He's, Hold on. he's just being method. He's he's slightly gagging, retching tiger that's trying to chuff. <laughs> you know, it's part of his chuffing. The, <laughs> there, there was an element of purring to it. Purr <laughs> 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 or pigeon. Uh. So, Seliquit. <laughs> If yeah. you're following Zibby, uh, feel free to move yourself up. I'm going to go. So rather than this side of the tent, I'm going to go the same sort of direction, but this way past the tent. So we both kind of... I mean, makes no difference to me, to be honest, unless there's anything in particular looking at that way. But um, uh, but yes, yeah, you can, by all means, you can head on up. I suppose um, on, on so the way past, I can look at the where the fire remnants were on the way past, just to, okay, you know, to be aware of where mm. the fire pit yep. is. Yep. Again, you you recognise it is a fire pit. It has gone out um, and is <laughs> is does not even appear to be smoking, which, as I say, would indicate that it's been at least a couple of days since it's gone out um, for the for the smoke to stop. Okay. As you guys start to mount the hill, um, you see sitting beside the ruined structure uh, a tiger, which is sitting remarkably calmly, considering the fact that two people are just walking up to it. Uh, the both of you, however, have seen Rana, so you recognise that uh, Rana is clearly trying to get your attention, um, and you're you're probably able to to pass it off as, oh yeah, yeah, no, we 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 definitely we heard what you were saying and and wanted you to come up. Uh, Rana, what are you what are you going to react? Are you going to do anything in particular as they come up the hill towards you? Um, I'm going to sort of make eye contact, and then I'm going to turn round and look at the corpse dramatic chipmunk style nonchalantly wink <laughs> yes I'm going to make eye contact sipping a cup of tea at the same time wearing a top hat <laughs> and a monocle yeah. make eye contact mm. in fact I'll try and smile but I'm a tiger so I'll, I'll try and smile make eye God. contact then I'll turn around and I'll kind of stare at the corpse pack it pack it in Rana Rana. <laughs> I like this idea in. that Rana is essentially, he's trying to grin because Rana probably doesn't <laughs> grin that much. And so trying to grin as a human, forgetting that he is actually a tiger. 
And it's just that's producing a wonderful mental image. Yeah. He's good at those threatening smiles. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like Charn the Bing, isn't it? When he smiles right. every photo. <laughs> So Zippy, Zippy just sort of scratches him behind the ear and just goes, "Yeah, right there, wee man." <laughs> Trying to be threatening, just looks sort of constipated. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, that's I don't know. That, in the right in the right circumstances, that can be pretty threatening. <laughs> Looking into the uh, destroyed shrine, um, both of you have religious backgrounds, so you can very easily uh, pick out, you know, the sort of the design, the altar, the what looks to have been pews, like makeshift pews. Mm-hmm. Um, this was definitely some sort of some sort of temple, or okay. at least okay. at least a sh- at least a shrine somewhere for somewhere for the order to to say their prayers. As it looks like somebody was in there saying their prayers, um, because there is indeed a corpse that has been mutilated. Um, and similar to Rana, you can see that tangled in the rib cage of what's left of this person is something silvery on a leather thong. Ooh. Um, so can Zibi make? Uh, an investigation or medicine check, perhaps, to see what killed him. Uh, and whilst doing that, hook out the silvery thing to see what it is. Make an investigation roll. Investigation or medicine? Because mm, you've got medical background, haven't you, as well? Yeah, well, That's true. ish, yeah. Yeah. What killed the spec? Yeah, you know what? I'll allow it. Yep, medicine, medicine roll. Okay, so... I, I would argue that would give you the kind of rough time as, as well. Mm. Actually, roll well. Mm. well yeah, deeper depending on how well I, how well I roll. And uh, Doctor Zibi um, is in the house. It's not, yeah, that's please, not jinx it yet, John. Please roll better than an eleven. <laughs> that would be very nice. Thank you very much. Uh, ephemeral dice of the internet. Oh. Oh, you uh, so, <laughs> well, it rolled different case, from an eleven. That's, that's, that's a to- that's a total of eleven. Um, uh, Siliqui, if you want to, if you want to help him with this, uh, you yeah, can have advantage. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, what's oh, your? Oh, um, anybody have any inspiration? In what's your? Well, that's a good point. Actually, I, I don't really want to spend inspiration just on, on a, that. Yeah. Right, what's your medicine that. modifier? Plus five. Cool. I'll ins- I'll help you. So you, if you roll it again, then. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That does make sense. Fifteen. So twenty in total. Then much. Much better. Much better. <laughs> okay. So, as uh, as confirmed before, this poor soul has been killed by undead. You can tell from the rib cage and from the little bits of flesh that are still left hanging on um, that these are very clearly bitten off and bitten by what appears to be human teeth. Given the ferociousness of the attack, it seems quite likely that this uh, this poor individual was basically surrounded, tried to barricade themselves in the shrine, and it did not work out for them. The fact that this particular body hasn't been uh, moved, taken, turned, perhaps, uh, seems to lie in the simple fact that there's no flesh left on the skeleton. And so whatever power turns creatures into the undead and chult, it doesn't actually have the power to reverse this. The, the body has been torn asunder so badly that even if it was animated, there's just there's not much it could really do, if that makes as sense. It, yeah, as in there's no muscles to move be able to make it yeah. or move yeah yeah the physics don't worky yeah exactly um it's one of those things because because this is specifically undead it's not making specifically skeletons it's a different yeah. type of power as far as i'm concerned yeah. it's quite it's quite interesting mm. yeah. it anyway. is it's essentially a, like a skeleton thing hanging in doctor surgery it can't you wouldn't be able to do anything You'd just be as as yeah. for a time of death you would estimate that the attack happened about a week ago 
Ooh. Right, okay, so, yeah, okay. Um, mm-hmm. And the silvery thing on the leather lanyard? The silvery thing on the lanyard, as you extract it, um, you realise through the grizzle that has accumulated on it that this is a symbol of Torm. You recognise it from one mm. that you probably pulled off of Undra once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> Just adding that in there. Um, but, but yes, you would you would recognise this as a you dog. <laughs> Um, so um, CB takes a glance back over his shoulder um, and decides not to shout for Andrew Mm -hmm. Uh, but then sort of quietly says to Siliqui I think we should probably bury this chap Um, bury him quietly and then we'll ask Andrew to say some words it's interesting Mm -hmm. it's I, I wonder why they um, they didn't. Uh, actually, I wouldn't know, would I? I was going to say about. Um, I wonder why they hadn't changed. We wouldn't know much yet because we haven't seen any undead yet. This is the first yeah. body, isn't it? So hmm. I'll change. So um, is there um, on the body? Um, is there? If I did an investigation check or something similar, is there any identifying thing on the body, like clothing or, or something that, um, that rather than them just being human? their particular Remember. name you know or something or who they are in a sense of basically we wouldn't want we wouldn't want Andrew to see somebody from her order and you know who she cares about like this wallet. but at the same time we'd you know you probably need to say, say to her okay we did find such and such um they you have but without her seeing probably, them you know, so we could tell them who it is yeah name name badges probably aren't a thing on the back of the uh, on the back of the um, well, he might have something maybe. like he might have something special on him on his person okay. that like for, might be for, his like his wife or, his for what you are for what you are thinking of you know, the, for what you yeah. are thinking of Siliqui, um yeah. i will give you that essentially no, no you wouldn't be able to find something um, and even if you could zibby's role would probably have revealed it anyway okay. um however what you can piece together um is that this person had a symbol of Torm on them. Mm-hmm. Um, they are in a shrine uh, mm-hmm. that is dedicated to, that seems, well, probably was dedicated to Torm, as that is the, um, yeah. I think patron is the word for the Order of the Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. And that if this guy was likely the priest for the camp, or maybe an acolyte, considering the fact that um, Undril was being brought in as a priest, um, his name might exist on records being held by the camp's leaders. Uh, oh, okay. And um, would uh, is I'm assuming there's no fabric around, like to know what he was wearing. In a sense of was he wearing any you know kind of gown type thing? Was he wearing for us to know what his position? Well, I, in the I camp would is? be guessing that his robes or whatever would be just bloody ripped up. Yeah, they would floor. be in shreds. Yeah, I will grant you that what you can see of them, you could again probably guess that they are like. Uh, vestments, but yeah. that's that's a guess. That's not a definite. They are they are dev vestments because yeah, the fabric is just torn asunder, yeah. much like the rest of him. Zuby just okay. reaches down and picks up a piece of um, like, a scrap, and he's like, oh, apparently his his name was uh, Calvin Klein. Gary. He's another Gary. Gary. His name was Hugo, and he was the boss. He was the boss. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's that's what you guys find. And um, Rana, with uh, 
with a background to you guys, is there anything in particular you want to do whilst Ibi is rooting around in this guy's chest? Um, well, I've had a sort of... I've had a snuffle, um, <laughs> and obviously the corpse is there. Um, yep. I'm not sure there's anything else that I can do in my current form. Um, so I think the next thing I'll be doing, I'll be heading off to have an investigation of the other tents at the bottom, I think, before we before it gets too dark. Okie dokie. All right, then. Um, so you I imagine just you've sort got of... dark vision as a tiger as well. Uh, yes, but mm. I can only stay as a tiger for one hour, I think, in total, from memory, mm-hmm. at my current level. Mm. Okay. I'd imagine it's only been like 10 minutes or so, so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, um, you can shape, you shapeshift for an hour uh, equal to half your current druid level. So, okay. Yeah. But I do have 60 feet dark, dark vision. Yes. Right. So, Rana, um, if you're going to, so you essentially, you're going to head off down to the, to the tent? Yes. I'm going to head off. To... You could reach either one of these two to have a look in if you wanted to, while um, Siliqui and Zibia are looking in the shrine. Yeah, I will have a look at this tent here. Okie dokie. Uh, give me an investigation roll. Um, bad. That's a five. <laughs> no. <laughs> and a swing and a miss. You have a look inside the tent, um, and... Yeah, you just you you find you find bits of cloth. I'll say you can probably you can you can probably tell that there might be something useful in there, but unfortunately the lack of opposable thumbs has made it difficult to just actually properly get through and find anything. And you're worried that what what might be in there and might be useful, you might tear with your claws. So you're just kind of like, mm, okay, I'll just mark mark that off as get somebody else to look in that tent in a minute. Because I'm a cat, I, I will. I will I will mark the side the, the side of the tent to remind me to come back later. <laughs> Your own version of a hunter's mark. <laughs> yeah, I will I will I will pee just a little bit on the side of that tent in true tiger fashion, so that I I'll have something. In. You look up at the sound of of uh, dripping water and see a, a tiger relieving himself against the side of the tent. <laughs> no, no. Hey, wee man, stop pissing about. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear what, what sounds like what sounds like a Chewbacca? <laughs> Percival, uh, we are back with you. Uh, are you doing anything in particular? Are you glancing uh, over Annette's shoulder again? I, okay, so um, first of all, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm just kind of I'm still scanning the the area. Um, but as as I'm doing so, I'm just um, uh, Andril. Um, I I do apologise to ask you to to do something, but um, if if possible, it might be an idea for you to head over to the encampment just over there and get a fire started for us. I don't think we want to be hanging around in the dark too much. Not in this camp. Dun dun dun. And as he's doing that, he's he's turning around and having a look then over uh, <laughs> Inet's shoulder and seeing what else she's actually managed to translate. Andrew kind of looks up at you and just sort of goes, "Yeah, yeah, something, something to do with my hands would be would be good." Yeah, keep yourself busy. I will. Yeah. I uh, do you have a do you have a, a tinderbox? Yes, and I I just kind of reach round into my pack and. Just, just find like a flint and stuff. And 
hand it over. Thank you. Thank you. I'll... It just... It still seems strange. Even a... Even a force of monsters, they couldn't have killed everybody, surely. And she's just sort of lost in her own thoughts, just kind of wanders down towards the tent. Andrew, the, the, the first thing that they tell you in warrior school is that you need to concentrate on what you're doing. So, head over there, sort out the fire, make sure that we've got a secure camp, and then we can start to worry about what happened to your friends. Roll me a... Let's say persuasion check. Or performance, depending on your on your decision. Because I, I get the feeling you're trying to sort of like spur her into uh, into a better mental state. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> um, Eleven. Okay. I mean, that's enough. That's that's enough. Um, yeah. Undral uh, seems to take your words, take your words to heart, and she's just thinking, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a I'm a priest of Torm. I can do this. I can do this. I can light a fire, I can keep us safe. Yes. Yes. Yes, you can. And she sort can of, you do it. Yes. She turns she turns and she walks a bit more purposely towards the fire. Starts you, you can see she's rather than looking distracted, she is now she is rooting around, looking around perhaps the the shattered um shattered tent like picking up odd bits and pieces things that you know are no longer useful as they are and she she gets to work setting up the fire okay and as she wanders off you see Percival just kind of shrug and go I don't know where I got no warrior school bullshit <laughs> in mind Annette behind you just kind of goes uh huh I forgot you were there as he's actually looking at her <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I think uh, Zibby's just going to say a, uh, a short prayer over um, the body of the the priest of Torm. Uh-huh. Thor, I know he's not one of yours, but Torm's a mate of yours, so look after him, all right? And then sort of uh, arrange the body a little bit and put the uh, put the holy symbol um, back on his chest. Mm-hmm. In the distance, you hear a small rumble as if of thunder which you know to be a sort of a sign from your god saying that uh, you've done something good uh, is there any um like anything um any kind of covering or anything around like is there any blankets is there any uh, sheets or anything we can cover him over with uh well, actually most most altars would generally have some sort of cloth on them so uh, so yeah i would say yeah they're probably yeah, have some form of sheet wouldn't they so mm. if we wrap him in that as well and it's, you know, Are you going to put him back together, so to speak? Or well, that's what Zibi was doing. It's He's just rearranging the yeah. body slightly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yep. All right then. I will let you. Yep. You guys are tending to your ministrations together, um, wrapping up, wrapping up the body. Um, becomes actually no, it wouldn't become that bloodstained because most of the blood would have congealed by this point. Yeah. So it doesn't like yeah, it's so dry, through the blood. Out. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Um, the the silver symbol, however, are you going to are you going to leave that with him inside the fold? Are you um, going to take that? Yes. I think we should leave it for him because yeah. it's what he believed in his past. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, for, I mean, for instance, I mean, if uh, if Siliqui had said anything different to that, um, Zibi would have given her a really hard stare. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is fair it's, enough. It's his symbol. It's, it's the same as a crucifix on a necklace that somebody's wearing, isn't it? You yeah. don't want them to keep yeah. with them. So, yeah. Siliqui is also going to say to um, Zibi, um, uh, where shall, shall we uh, look to bury him? Or do you think we should speak to Under to see if there's a chapel or something, you know, a different chapel? Well, I think probably the uh, probably rest. somewhere around where you know around where we are here, um, because that's the shrine. Maybe on maybe sort of just on this other uh, this other bit of the hill. Mm. Question: Does anyone have a shovel? I do. Uh, I think actually. Well, I wasn't necessarily thinking of burying <laughs> burying. I was thinking of actually sort of making a mound. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, sure. Uh, because, I mean, Zibby, um, mm. yeah, kind of, yeah, a, a can. Because, I mean, Zibby's family originally came from the north. So you've got this kind of uh, Viking esque. Viking esque, sort of, yeah. Um, do you mean making a pyre? Or do you mean make like. No, 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 not burning a can. Okay. Uh, you stack up stones over the body. Him. Um. <laughs> Uh, no, just making a, a pile of sort of earth and rocks and whatever. So, By the uh, looks of it, he was almost a pile of rocks anyway. Do you mean like how they mm, buried Dobby? Yes. Yeah. Um, sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah Although he, I'm pretty sure they buried Dobby. Not properly, it's just what, quite a mound of stones. I mean, in the, in the, in the book, they, they bury him properly. Yeah, in him, the yeah. book, they bury him because yeah. of how they... But doesn't he make do it with his own hands or something? Yeah, he does. It's a very, very emotional It is. Yes. Anyway, um, on with the game. Um, so you guys are having <laughs> you guys are having a very touching moment um, together, uh, wrapping up wrapping up the dead priest. Um, There's no touching, thank you. I, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Um, would I have in my um, time at, my, at the um, monastery and stuff? Like, would I have learned much mm. about other religions? Like, would I would I have learned anything to do with Tom or anything that's, like that? That's what your religion rolls for. I mean, I'm just yeah, wondering if generally... um, I would know any particular prayer that they would say or anything or you know know your own yeah i would say you definitely you definitely know your own um if you wanted to you could do a religion roll to see if you can if you can remember a particular prayer uh, uh, forewarning though however i have no particular prayer like you know stored so it's just you, you do know a prayer or you don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fine it's I'm surprised you're not prepared, Greg. Oh, it's going to be terrible, Greg. <laughs> right. Um, so three. That's going to be four. a hard no. Yeah. It's okay. going to be a hard no. Yes. So um, you know, she thought she'd be nice, yeah. but you know, can't remember it. You know your own prayers. Um, I mean, in fairness, you could paint a painting for him, um, but I'm not sure that would carry quite the same weight. No. Um, <laughs> Just standing there all wow. night. Wait, I haven't finished. So what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Can't get the, the sky right. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on round to Rana, uh, you have checked one tent. There are two more tents there for you to have a look through. Um, I will. I will move on to the next tent along, and I will mm-hmm. try and investigate this one. The world's Okey least. Dokey. Give me an investigation tiger. with advantage, please. Mm. Oh. Sorry, I, I threw a hundred. That's that is <laughs> not what I asked for. That was a that was too much. Um, <laughs> with advantage. You think your um, dice yeah. might be weighted? Nine. Nine. Okie dokes. Um, as you have a sniff at this tent, um, you hear the hiss 
And unfortunately, that is, with that roll, that's the only warning you get as a snake lunges at you from the tent. Yeah. AC of a tiger's 12. This snake does manage to catch you full on the nose, Ron, I'm afraid. Um, that was a 23 to hit. Um, yeah, that's going to hit. So it deals you one piercing damage and five poison damage. And I need you to make a DC 10 constitution saving for it, please. Oof. Okay, I've just dropped my health down. And then a DC 10 constitution. Yep. Yeah, so roll your constitution. I get plus two, so it's a nine, so fail. Oh. It's Yeah, it's another six poison damage from that. Yep. I'm down to 25 HP. Uh, which... <laughs> oh no. The snake has been bitten you, kisses at you, and then again retreats into the tent. Um, can I, can I, as uh, as a reaction um, or as a bonus action, can I um, claw, um, swipe the front of the tent to put a claw mark on it? Uh, yes, a, yes, you can. As a as a reminder that that has a snake in it. Okay, though, so that's yeah, that's just a literally you're you're striking the front of the tent. Yeah. Yeah, just a tear a hole to remind me. And others. Uh, that that again. Yeah. <laughs> is that the same tent that I went to? No, it's different. <laughs> it's different. Tent. It, it is. It is a different one. The tent you went to <laughs> is this one. Yeah. Okay. Potentially, it's the same uh, snake, though. Yeah, maybe. Potentially, it could have could have migrated. I mean, no, I'm just a one tent snake. Uh, Rana, you can still you can still move some more though if you want. You can move around to another to another tent and have another look. Yeah, I'll move to this one. And I will do the same thing. Once bitten, okay, not shy. All those tiger hit points. Gotcha. Uh, as you move over, Undril sort of starts a bit, but recognising that you are Rana, she just keeps going with picking up her wood. Was that your investigation roll? An eight? It was, and it wasn't very good. Seven. It wasn't very good. You look into this tent, and again, you just you can't quite make out what, what might be in there, so there, there might be something useful, but no snake jumps out to bite you this time. Okay, that's my turn done. Percival, we are round to you again. Uh, yeah, so are I, you so, doing anything in particular? Um, and unless I see anything out around the you know the peripheries, um, yeah, just just kind of scanning the horizon, making sure that nothing is creeping up on us. You know, so I'm also looking into the uh, between the legs of the giant statue. Mm-hmm. Like statues that way inclined. Um. Uh, yeah, just making sure that there's nothing around. You can't see anything particular. Do you want a reminder of what's down there? Because I think I had told you what was down there because you were standing yes, right at the Yeah, entrance. there's a door down there. Uh, and there's like a series of walls. There's some cobwebs or something. Yeah, so there's a corridor that seems to be ascending by steps. And you can see at least two steps ahead of you that make the area beyond those steps a little difficult to see because the steps themselves look to be taller than you. Not by yep. much, but definitely taller. Um, and right at the end, you can see like the top section of what looks to be a large door. It's a little distorted by both the darkness inside and the angle at which you're looking at it. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'm just looking for movement, really. Um, okay. As you're looking, yeah. Undril, who has been diligently picking up pieces of wood and stacking them around, you notice that she sort of she stops at one point and glances back towards the boat, and. After a few minutes of sort of staring in that direction, she gets up and wanders down towards where the boats are. Mm-hmm. 
and she moves out of sight uh, behind the tents. You want to react to that at all? Do you want to follow her which, down? Or? Which one? Which tent? These tents, do you mean? She disappears well, yeah, so this is, a, this is from Percival's perspective. This tent so th- here... So this is where the boats are, aren't This they? tent is in the way. Yeah, that's that's where that's where they are. You guys could see that, but you guys are currently busy with a uh, with a um, with a priest at the minute. Okay, I'm gonna just see what this allows me to see. Yeah, so I can the see. Ron is nearer though. So, yeah. Yeah. But... Sorry, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna double check because I can't actually see what you see at the minute. Um, okay, so I'm just looking at the uh, field of view basically. Yeah. Well, if you imagine that's so, like a big tent, a uh, big top type tent almost. You know, so, so it's a full size tent. Yeah. So now. I've turned around and I can so I can still see Annette and I can see where Andril's gone. So I'm just kind of okay. following so, after her. Mm, it's just tricky to see exactly what what Andril's doing, but she's looking at an area to the right of the boat. From your angle, it looks like she's sort of looking at the at the right hand side of the boat. If that makes sense. So do you mean okay. like this side of the boat rather than this side? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, but that is what Percival can see. Can I actually see anything on the boat, though? Uh, no. So I think from where you're standing, uh, you can see the left-hand boat easily enough. There's nothing on it. Yeah, yeah, and I can see the, the right-hand boat. The right-hand boat is obscured. Andrew's kind of like knelt down um, and she's leaning down to look on that sort of area, but you can't see exactly what she's looking at. Okay. Could be the boat. Could be the ground. Okay. Um, obviously, I I can see what she's doing from where I am as well, can't I? Uh, you can do, but as I say, I'm sort of taking this as you guys are busy with the priest. Yeah, I'm a bit busy covering up a body. So. Would I have enough time to call out to her or anything like that? Is it? There's no real time limits at the moment, are there? You can certainly call out if you'd like. Unders? No, I really shouldn't call you that. Sorry. And um, <laughs> what do you see? Uh, in which case, Zibi and Siliqui and Rana, for that matter, you would all hear that. So, yeah, if you wanted to look up and see what she's doing as well, you can do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we are now round to Siliqui and uh, Zibi. So I'm assuming from that, Zibi, you are having a look up to see what she's doing? Yes. Similar to what Percival can see, you can see that she's gone down towards the right-hand boat and she has knelt down. But rather than looking at the boat, she is looking at the ground to the right of it. She seems to be sort of like having a close look, inspecting it, trying to... Well, you're not entirely sure what she's looking for, but she just seems absorbed in looking for something on the ground. Uh, yeah, see if you can shout across. Um, Andrea, you are right there, love? You see her hand come up, and she just sort of waves, almost in just kind of like, just give me a second. She doesn't say anything. I'll hold my tongue and I'll keep watching. Yeah, how far have we got with the burying of this... Dude. Um, I would bit. say by now you guys have probably managed to lay him out under his uh, robes and you started the can uh, probably about maybe a quarter of the way through it at this point. Okay, yes. You probably you'll probably finish in the next in the next round. To be fair, if the both of you are working on what, it. What I was going to do is uh, rather than leave the holy symbol on him, I was going to uh, find some kind of stick or um, broken piece of um, timber or something plant that in and wrap the uh, the leather lanyard around it and sort of hang mm-hmm. it above him. That's kind of cute, but also I quite like the idea mm. of him holding it. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. No, it, uh, what we can do is we can do that and then <clears throat> um, hang on, give me a second. Um, you do what you want to do for a second. I'm just looking for something. Okay. Um, so um, if we're almost there, like, do, so do you mean like we've almost put fit, like, about halfway through putting the stones on him? 
I would say a quarter of the way. I'm basically saying if you guys say that you're going to continue building up the cairn, you will have done it by the time we get bound to you again. Um, but you haven't, yeah. Um, I would I would like to carry on doing that, but I'm going to say to Zibby, hey, Zibby, if you want to go, uh, if you want to go and check on Andril, um, I I'll stay. I don't know where my accent's going. <laughs> I'll stay in, and I, I'll um, I'll keep uh, burying him. Just just say it with confidence, Silvery. It's just just whatever whatever happens, just confidence. <laughs> Yes, fellow Percival's. Yeah, well, she has travelled a lot. You know, well, different accents rubbed off on her. Um, Siliqui, uh is quite artistic, is that right? Yes. Um, so, what Zippy's <laughs> going to say then? So, that, all right, you keep doing that. Um, keep the um, the holy symbol clutched in his hand. Uh, but if you can scratch a gauntlet onto the uh, onto this bit of wood and plant it above him that would be great um Siliqui um she she's got all of her stuff still on her anyway um she gets out a little um paint pot uh, and paintbrush um and she's looking at the holy symbol and mm-hmm. memorising what it looks like um actually scribbles it quickly on a piece of paper a little piece of parchment that she's got as well so she remembers what it looks like um okay. so she can carry on and then she can re draw that symbol with the gauntlet um you know paint it on on a piece of wood when she's okay, awesome. the, uh, um, and with that zibby will go one two one two three four five six so he's not far off mm-hmm. um but he's not right on top of her so just in case it, the, the next movement he can he can help but he's not crowding her He's got oh, eyes yeah. in all places in there, doesn't it? Yeah, there's no restriction to you go just going over there because nothing's particularly stopping you. Um, but yeah, you can interact with and draw on your next turn, essentially. Yeah. Um, so Siliqui's painting away uh, with the symbol and finishing off the can. So Rana, we are round to you. Uh, you have just had a look in the tent. Um, you found nothing in particular in these two, but given your investigation roles, you may want to get somebody else to do it. Um, and a snake uh, in this one. Um, oh, DM burn. So, which <laughs> not intentional. So your rapper just... name, DM burn. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Rana, what what do you what are you wanting to do? How much? How much? Uh, how, how much daylight is there left? Not masses. Um, it was getting dark a couple of turns ago, so it's, you know, dusk is creeping on. You can still see without needing dark vision, so it's not detrimental that the fire hasn't been lit yet, but, um, it's probably, probably in the next hour going to start being really dark. So it's sort of twilight. Well, we've I'm got just... all light sticks if needed as well. So. Mm. I'm just thinking I've got a bit of time left as a tiger. Might be worth mm-hmm. wandering off into the periphery of the jungle and seeing if I can catch some food for us. Interesting, as okay. I'm a tiger um, and <laughs> that means I'm good at catching food, I would assume, mm. be, be, being a tiger. On the other it. hand... Uh, temp- the thing is, your your wisdom and intelligence stay the same, don't they? They don't get yes. altered by your... He gets yeah. good stealth, though, for a tiger. Uh, that is true. Plus six for stealth. You, you retain your mental faculties, basically. So yeah. your yeah. your mental attributes are the same, but your physical ones change. Um, I think. I mean, 
yeah, it seems to me that the camp is pretty much pretty much searched. Um, there's a few things it could do with we can you know we can come back and search at some point, but mm-hmm. but we don't have much food, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take advantage of the fact I've probably got 45 minutes mm-hmm. left for being a tiger, 40 minutes, something like that. So essentially, for this, you are now going to be missing for a couple of rounds as you go off and do and do your hunting. Um, yep. I would like you to make me first a survival check, I think, because this is a kind of this. This to me in, in, indicates that you're, you know, going <laughs> off and survival can I, can is I hunting use, for food, is what I would say. Can I, I was going can I to use, say you can use advantage, <laughs> <laughs> or if there's, or 19, if there's, no, if there's a different nineteen, or if there is a different skill that you particularly think you'd be using more. No, um, no, it would be can, survival. Can I think the case. Yeah. No, I think that's so. So nineteen. Okay, so nineteen. I will say that gives you I'm going to say that gives you the ability you are able to take down what you find in the forest a large gazelle um, <laughs> no a, t- a tapir yeah actually you know what yeah. I'm going to say you can take down you can take down a wild boar um, yes you went there. Uh, and effectively, uh, what this will mean for you guys is you can you can essentially drag this boar back to camp and you will be able to butcher it um, and produce three days' rations from it. Oh, lots of bacon. And I'm going to say that's, that's three good. days' ration for... Oh, one person. Brilliant. Damn dice. <laughs> so three rations you, for one dice. person. Now we've already got seven rations. It's a baby ball. It's a baby ball, yes. Yeah. It's a baby ball. So that would basically then give us ten rations. I also, Rana, will need you to make a perception check again with advantage, please. Is that to say if he dies and we have to cook Rana? <laughs> <laughs> Um, that is 16, 19 again, because Tiger gets plus three perception rolls. As you are out, as you go hunting, you you manage to catch this boar, you bring it back, and you discover something as you come back. But given the fact that we are now going to be discussing what's happening in sort of the real time while you're away hunting, I will reveal that in secret, and you can react to it when you come back. Does that sound fair? Yeah, that sounds fine. We are back round to Percival. Um, Percival, you see uh, Zibby going over to Undral, um, but as I say, Undral still, as far as you are concerned, hasn't actually responded. Okay. Um, all right, well, I trust that uh, the Zibster has got everything in hand. So <laughs> the I'm going to wonder. The Zibster. Um, <laughs> Nick makes his phone make the name shorter. Uh, you've made the name longer. <laughs> I mean, okay. Come on. As you move, <laughs> as you move over, Annette yeah. sort of says, "Got it," and she stands up and says, "I've got the whole thing." And she uh, she shows you a paper where you can see what appears to be the entire translation of what is written on the foot. Ah, would you well like done? Would you like me to read it now? Um. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
And as she's doing it, I'm looking into the jungle in a kind of majestic way. One foot up on a big toe, sort of uh, arms crossed, staring at the staring into the jungle. Yep. Annette's just kind of bemusedly looking at you, but it's just kind of like, do you know what? At this point, I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know, Annette, this could be my new book. The story appears to be one of of local mythology. It tells the tale of the man and the crocodile. The story goes, in the early days of the world, man stood by the banks of a river, frightened. Crocodile raises his head from the water and asked, what troubles you, cousin man? Man said, I must cross this river, but I fear to enter the water alone, because it teems with your brethren. Crocodile replied, it's true, you would not be safe, but I will carry you across the river safely on my back if you promise to return the favour. Man agreed, and Crocodile bore him safely across the water. But when they reached the far bank, Man asked, how can I repay you? And Crocodile replied, I wish to see the realm of humans, but I fear to go there alone because it teems with your brethren. You must carry me on your back across your realm. Man had been tricked, but a promise is a promise. So he carried Crocodile safely on his back across the entire realm of humans, a journey that lasted many years. He also swore in his anger that never again would man and Crocodile be friends. And so it has remained to this day. <laughs> 